So I normally don't do solos. It's been a while and this is really interesting for me because I'm used to interacting with people, but I decided that I wanted to do something different. I wanted to kind of share some messages that have been on my heart for quite a while. And so here we go. I've done this a couple of times recently, but I wanted to go into more detail about the tortoise and the hare and also the surrounding message behind it. So let's go ahead and get started. Everybody knows the story. The tortoise is, you know, minding his own business and the hare is harassing him because of the fact that he's slow. He's slow at everything that he does. He's slow when he's walking. He's slow when he's talking. And after a while, the tortoise gets frustrated with his shenanigans and harassing him. And the tortoise then says, you know what? I'm going to challenge you to a race. A hare, of course, is like, well, what the heck? You know, dude, you already know that you're not going to win this because I'm way faster than you. But the tortoise then insists on them having a race. And so it takes place to make the story a little bit shorter. The end result is that the tortoise wins. Imagine that. Why would you think that he would win? Well, because slow and steady wins the race. This part right here sets the precedence and the foundation for what I want to talk about. And the scripture that I have is Ecclesiastes 9, 11, which reads, and I believe this is the King James Version. I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happen to them all. I want to make it a little bit more, a little bit more clear in reading the New Living Translation. And I really like this version because it makes it plain and simple and you totally get the message. And the New Living Translation reads, I have observed something else under the sun. The fastest runner doesn't always win the race, and the strongest warrior doesn't always win the battle. The wise sometimes go hungry, and the skillful are not necessarily wealthy. And those who are educated don't always lead successful lives. It is all decided by chance, by being in the right place at the right time. How many times have you thought, you know, if I just do this thing that it's going to work out, everybody does that. You got to do something in order for something to happen for that thing that you so desire to happen. However, what people fail to realize is that there is this thing called an appointed time, which would be in God's case, divine appointment. And there is divine providence. Now, let me explain what divine providence is. Think about it like this. There is a series of things that has to take place before you get to a certain thing. There are certain 
situations that happen that bring you to where you are today. There were things that happened in your life that enhanced who you are to give you the confidence level that you have today to be able to do what you're doing today. One example I would give would be Joseph. Joseph in the story, well, is in the Old Testament. If you're familiar with the uh, with Joseph and the colorful coat story, and essentially what happens is that he is telling his brothers the dreams that he's been having. And of course, the dreams involving him being over his older brothers didn't go very well. Long story short, what happens is they just get fed up with him basically feeling like he's showing off and feeling like he's like the man and he's going to dominate over them and and everything. And he's also walking around with this colorful coat that his dad gave him and showing favoritism towards him. And it doesn't go well with his brothers either. So what happens is the brothers then put him in a well. They're talking amongst themselves about killing him. And they are talked down by a younger brother who's like, you know, well, let's not let's not kill him. Let's just sell him to someone. And he does get sold to an Egyptian and he goes into slavery and he goes through all of these different things. And let's fast forward. At the end of all of this, all of the dreams that he had did come to pass. He did end up being a someone that's over a lot of well has a lot of responsibility that's placed on him which puts him in a really good position to help his family that during a period of time experienced famine and he was able to help them he was also able to forgive them but the moral of the story is that you know what the enemy tried to do against him did not work and even though he went through a whole lot of things in his life, he was able to not only overcome that which he experienced because of God, he was also someone that ended up being at the right place at the right time. One of the scriptures that I've always kept in consideration when it comes to time and chance is Romans 8.28. Romans 8.28 says, All things work together for the good of them that love God and who are the called according to his purpose. And so in reading that, that means that there is an appointed time where you might experience some things that you really don't enjoy. That is just horrible experience and it makes absolutely no sense to you whatsoever however while you're going through that situation things start to turn around for you especially when you're depending on God and it's always a timing thing that takes place because let's keep in mind that God's timing is always perfect now, God does not operate in time, but he put us in time to operate in mainly because he wants us to trust in him in all things that we 
go through and what we experience in life. So time and chance, God's timing and his divine providence are the key. For some reason, we seem to think that if we hurry up and do a thing, it'll get us faster to whatever it is that we so desire to do. We live in a microwavable age where we're looking for God to give us microwave answers. We want things to take place right away where there's no problems, there's no issues. We can chill thinking within our own selves that, you know, things are going to work out because I'm doing all of that, which I'm supposed to do to make it happen. God will cause us to run on a slow pace when it comes to trials and tribulations. James 1 verses 3 and 4 says, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh, worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So before we can get to the thing that we're trying to accomplish, the goal, the dream, the mission, whatever it is, before we can get to that point, we have to experience some things so that we not only learn about patience, but we also learn about how to endure. God does not move on our pace. He does not move according to the race that we have set for us. We move on his timing. Things may fall into place. However, still pace yourself. Don't go too far ahead. There are four keys to being like the tortoise, which is slow and steady. Number one is allow God to order your steps. And that's based on Psalms 37, 23, which reads, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. So let's think about this. As you take a step, and this is the way I look at it, I'm going to use the example of a video of Michael Jackson, which is I believe it was Billie Jean. So the Billie Jean video, every time that he took a step, there was a light that lit up on the sidewalk. And the way that I look at the way God orders our steps is that each time that we take a step towards our purpose, each door that we go through, if we go through one door and then we take another step and we go through another door, that means that we're going in the right direction. If we get to a door that does not open for whatever reason, there's two things to two ways to look at this. It could be he wants you to wait for further instructions, have a conversation with him, or he might be having you go in a different direction. But the only way that you'll know that, of course, is if you seek him and delight in him and his ways. That's that's the whole thing is that you are seeking God for the direction 
in anything that you do, any mission that you have, any goal that you're trying to achieve, you are looking to God to order your steps, giving you the directions you need. The next key is perfect your patience. And that's Galatians 6, 9, which reads, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. That can be a very challenging thing to do. Because first of all, if you're asking God for patience, if you ask God for patience, it is guaranteed that he is going to put you in a position, a test, a trial, or something is going to happen to where you don't have any other choice but to one, trust in God, have faith in, in what he's doing, and also to be patient in well-doing. So as you are walking towards your purpose, as you are fulfilling your mission, whatever God has for you, patiently wait on him to do what needs to be done on the back end, behind the scenes. He is working things out for your good. And sometimes there's going to be a period where things aren't going to go your way. However, if you just trust in God and believe that he has your best interest at heart, he will work things out. And you just have to be patient and and know that all things are going to work together for good. The third is seek and accept wisdom. Now, there are many people that you can associate with that can provide you wisdom. Older people who have gone through a lot in their in their lifetime have a lot of experience and a wealth of information and a wealth of wisdom. James chapter 1 verse 5 tells us, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and unbraideth not, and it shall be given. So when it comes down to wisdom, when you're looking for answers as to which direction to go, what business to invest, making decisions on whether you want to go back to school, whatever the case is, seek the wisdom of God because he gives it to us without any limits. You can ask him for unlimited wisdom and he most certainly will give it to you. Proverbs three thirteen through 14 says, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold. Wisdom is so much more important than any form of material in this world. Because in order for you to be able to get silver and gold, you have to know how to even handle it, how to obtain it. You have to acquire the knowledge and the understanding and the experience on how to obtain material things. And wisdom is much more valuable. So seek wisdom. And the final key to being like the tortoise is walk in the spirit. Now, what does that mean? Walking in the spirit. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, then you have the Holy Spirit within you. 
And with that, he is, I, I, I kind of equate the Holy Spirit like a GPS, where he guides and directs you in the way that you need to go. And as long as you're following his instructions, just like the GPS, the Holy Spirit will kind of give you a nudge and say, you might want to not go that way. Now, if you ignore that nudge, then, of course, it's only going to delay where he wants you to go. It might take you a little bit longer to achieve that which you're trying to achieve because you've chosen to go a different way. However, eventually you do get to where God wants you to be and put you back on track. So the main thing that I would say to you is just be liquid and go with the flow. There is no rush for you to achieve the goals that God has for you because what he has for you is for you. He predestined you for greatness. Just follow his lead. Follow the path that he has for you. And it's assured that he will bring to pass all of the things that you so desire. I hope this message helped a whole lot. And um, I just thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Stay tuned for more messages like this. Words of wisdom. Again, this is Althea with Wove Inspiration Podcast. You guys have an awesome day. Take care. God bless. Hey, this is Althea, host and producer of Wove Inspiration Podcast. Wove Inspiration features women and the men who love them, who use their voice to share their stories of overcoming obstacles in life. Everyone has a story, some good, some not so good. The common factors for guests on Wove Inspiration are their solutions and their victorious endings. You can follow us and leave a comment on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Wove Inspiration. You can also subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other platform you listen to podcasts.